0: The Simpsons Index, an online spreadsheet that is also a podcast. This is the podcast. We are live. Welcome to The Simpsons Index, episode 19, I believe it is. Hi, I'm your host, Elliot J. O'Neill, and joining me tonight in the dank is...
1: I guess that makes me Niles Crane.
2: My name is Hans. Drinking has ruined my life. I'm 31 years old! <laughs>
1: oh, I should have just called myself Daniel.
2: <laughs> Pre-planned, man. Pre-planned.
0: BT and Danny, great to have you in the Dank tonight. Great
2: to be here in this place you keep calling the Dank, that I don't know why we're calling it that. <laughs>
0: Didn't you notice
1: know, all the Dank everywhere? It's his way of saying he hasn't done the laundry for a while.
2: I'll be honest, I don't know what that means other than, like, damp. Oh, Is you it can't damped? get rid of
0: the Dank, mo. the Dank! <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, now I understand. Mm.
0: Uh, so we just watched uh, Season 8, Episode 16, Brother from Another Series. Uh, because tonight, as per the random D&D role of the last episode we were all together, we are doing a Sideshow Bob mm. special
2: tonight. The D20 commanded it.
0: Yep, and the D20 commanded, we watched the Italian Bob, so before we get to that horrible piece of horrible. clown oh, crap...
2: Don't take their opinions. Don't take my opinion, I don't think I've seen it. He hasn't really. Seen
1: it. Is it the one where they're both dressed as Krusty? No. No, but
0: anyway, uh, just then we watched the one where we meet Sideshow Bob's brother, Cecil.
1: He's mm. and doesn't know he's playing an umbrella. Oh, man, that's <laughs> a good bit. <laughs> that's I not funny. I
3: didn't
1: know funny. what tell me. We thought it was funny. <laughs> that's not funny.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, so, no, this was the one with Sideshow Bob's brother Cecil.
2: Guys,
1: what'd you think?
2: Oh, man, so good. Dude, I did not stop laughing the whole
1: way. Yeah, no was, matter how right. much we talk, we're going to miss important points to this.
2: Very uh, much definitely.
0: so. So, this episode, uh, like, so for those that don't know, Sideshow Bob is played by uh, Kelsey Grammer who had a hit show called Frasier on NBC, <laughs> as the uh, title card uh, tells us. Look
2: out for the Frasier Index coming soon. Hang, no. Excuse me. No, it's I mean, that,
0: you know, actually, Matt Myra from The Nerdist and Kevin Smith have a Frasier podcast.
2: Wow, You're
1: really? No kidding. Yeah.
0: Man, uh, sorry, what were you saying anyway?
1: He's a character from Cheers. is just spin spinoff.
0: Yeah. Oh, sure, I was just shorthanding it. Yeah. And now we're going to longhand it. And David Hyde Pierce plays his brother on that show, Uh, You you have to look that up, surely, right?
2: David Hyde Pierce, no.
1: Wow, you guys know his name off by heart. I actually
0: uh, must confess, I only know it because there was the family guy bit that had, oh, and there was a recent controversy today when David Hyde Pierce revealed his testicle at the Emmys. And I
1: just thought that was a great (laughs) great Uh, No offense to David Hyde Pierce, I'm very impressed with your work. Dude,
2: he's a solid actor. Yeah, Yeah,
1: but... I, I don't know, it's just one of those names that never stuck in my head for some reason or other.
2: David Hyde Pierce. Never stuck in your head. David Hyde Pierce. It's what?
1: because he always appears next to Kelsey Grammar. Yeah. And I'm always just True. like, Kelsey, is that even a name? Kelsey
2: Grammar sounds like a school. It does. Kelsey. I went to Kelsey Grammar for three years, yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um,
2: guys, what did you think?
1: <laughs> so yeah, what did you think? I uh, think we did this already, but it was amazing. Did. This like we can skip straight to the handing out awards and give it top shelf.
0: Give it all the money? Give it everything, man. That's right, all the money. <laughs> it was amazing. Mm. Yeah, even the deleted scene of this episode was um <laughs> better than the Motil's entirety so of a lot of episodes we've watched. <laughs> but um yeah, so this is like it's telling a twist on the Sideshow Bob story in this one in that mm. um Sideshow Bob has reformed and you know, the show actually kind of rushed through um, his reforming and finding God or whatever. But I actually thought it worked to the advantage of the show because you as the audience member still remain suspicious.
2: Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, they play the sinister uh, Cape Fear music when he first gets released yeah. and gets in the limo yeah. with Cecil. And you're like, you don't know. And I think that's a very, uh, a lot too, the whether or not... Is really- the really... Amb- yeah, but yeah. Really <coughs> it comes different. from Reverend love being Bob you've totally reformed him. and again it comes from uh, Kelsey Grammar just letting that sink in as an actual name rather yeah. than a school uh, his his lyric of yes I've truly changed
1: yeah I mean they're clearly leaving it ambiguous yeah. on
2: purpose but very well done that um, it's, <clears> it's down to the performance <throat> and that the and the music cue of just yeah. burr, and burr, and I'm burr, happy with it like burr. Elliot
1: was Elliot was saying before that it felt a little rushed. Going from he's a killer to he's reformed, but in the to me it didn't feel like they were doing a he's having a change of heart on screen. It felt like over the off camera in the past ten years of his prison sentence or whatever he's wait hang on we got to talk about timeline as well because hmm. the, it's starting to get weird. It is. But in the past ten years of his prison sentence or whatever he's decided to find God. And we're just coming into him seeing him
2: already reformed. Yeah, yeah. Um.
1: And like the rest of the episode makes it seem like you know maybe he's not such a bad guy.
2: Uh, yeah, he, he comes off quite well in this. He's uh, actually genuinely reformed, as we find out. And
0: yeah. yeah, and even at the end, the reason he did get locked up is because of Chief Wiggins <laughs>
2: Man, <laughs> not understanding. A... Oh, oh, well, you were here so and you're crazy. William. So,
0: so was that like weak storytelling? Like knowing that we had to get back to zero to and it was it just
1: like I well, guess
2: it would have been, but you get some good jokes around it, yeah. so you don't care. Yeah,
1: I think it's funnier this way. And if we're really wrapping things up to zero, he started off not in jail. He like in the Simpsons chronology, you know. He doesn't. You don't have to wrap him up with him back in jail because he so started him, out not in jail. He started out on the Simpsons. Well, the st- show. so the
2: status quo changes. No, but
1: Krusty
0: Show was in prison. No, 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 no. no. He, he means no,
2: like he season two. Oh, 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 sorry. Yeah. Simpsons, sorry.
1: Sorry. He starts out not in jail. Like if we're wrapping yeah. things up neatly, it doesn't have to go back to him being in jail. Yeah. That's like a sub arc.
2: Well, it, it shifted the status quo from shi- sideshow Bob being on the Krusty Show to sideshow Bob being in prison, which is one of the few rare moments of uh, permanent continuity, along with um, you know Maud Flanders' death. Mm. Uh, that's yeah. like, uh, there are
1: very few other ones that do that,
2: right? Yeah, no, very few. I mean, they most most often go out yeah. of it. Yeah, octoplets. Yeah, uh, Apu yep. cheating Scott on the Grandma. Skygram uh, which we still need to figure out what that's all about Skygram Grandma Conspiracy Lisa Becoming a Vegetarian yeah, yeah, Buddhist, yeah Buddhist as well I mean it comes up very rarely but it does come up
0: so well speaking of prison anyway let's talk about that opening sequence you know calling oh, reference oh. to the whole Johnny Cash live at Folsom yeah. Prison thing ah. um, but yeah I love that that whole song and the last line I get to sleep at home tonight <laughs> oh no,
2: I, I preferred the opening line which is live from Springfield's open area penitentiary in Cell Block D You're like nice <laughs> way to just sell every bit as a joke <laughs>
0: yeah it was pretty rapid fire the jokes like the um... whole way through the show
1: man I was just
2: well yeah what I really like about this one is there's a lot of what I feel like a one two punch jokes as mm-hmm. in there's you know you've got Bob bringing back Bart and Lisa after breaking into his trailer and he's like especially Lisa but especially Bart and then so you got that as a joke and then immediately you've got well I hope Bob fed you because I ate both your dinners yeah
1: yeah <laughs> oh that was such a great bit um, yeah, that's like a pacing thing almost, isn't it? They always seem to pace their punchlines really close to each other. Yeah. In little in little blocks of funny. Um, mm. Just enough time that you haven't got time. You, you don't get a chance to laugh at joke one before joke two just...
2: Yeah, there's a good chance you just laughed over joke two. Mm. But that's mm. that's why it gives you more each time you watch it. And I think it's... I think it's you didn't have to make a joke there. You could have just landed on the... I think uh, you're right. There's especially, but especially.
1: This, uh, even this viewing... I think there's been jokes that I haven't noticed in the past at all. Well, especially
0: with um, Cecil and Bob's banter which is, like, yeah. obviously heavily inspired on the Frasier show but, look, I didn't watch Frasier for a good four or five years after I watched this episode and I didn't need to. Like, um, They sort of made the reference but made it still funny and You got it I really would like to go back Through their banter again And really study it Because I think There's still jokes That I'm missing through that
1: Uh, You could I mean You could easily just Write this off as These are two brothers Both of which are fussy And wordy But you could also If you did know What the Frasier show was about You could say Wow Mm. this is a direct homage and parody of yeah. the Frasier style of comedy You could writing. almost yeah, transfer yeah. some um, jokes
2: from this show over to Frasier.
1: That's it. The writing style is so well done. It feels like they've got writers from the Frasier team on board.
0: Yeah, and um, yeah, even as you were pointing out, pretty sure they're using the Niles set there. And- yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm and, sure they are. And
0: in that whole exchange where he describes the wine as indifferent, like <laughs> <laughs> as long
1: as it doesn't taste like muddy ditch water. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that would be the that no, sh- was fermented orange juice made yeah. under
2: a right. hot radio. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that would be the chateau then.
0: <laughs> Perfect.
2: <laughs> so good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's t-
1: great.
0: Um, so yeah, and the um, you know, Bart's constantly pursuing him mm. and um still not giving up his Uh, distrust of him as he did in the Selma episode yeah
1: yeah Bart's like unending distrust but then shock twist it was Cecil that's right we're upending that trope here Mm. ladies and gentlemen Bart's the crazy one not being able to give up on his his grudge no Uh, which I think was really cool I think it really fleshes out Bob's character watching how earnestly he leaps out and saves the kids which is something he's done I'm pretty sure he's done in the past as well like, kids throw themselves in danger and he saves him from them from um, actually now I'm not
2: sure if it's before or after. Uh, that's what, something that kind of bugs me of future Bob episodes is that he clearly, he has a moment of being reformed and saving Bart and yeah. actually doing good, but then he just goes back to the old way immediately. I suppose you could say something about, despite the fact that he was the hero of the story, he saved everybody and it didn't matter, so he may as well go back to being murderous, it's just, I don't know, it feels annoyingly inconsistent I would have liked to have seen the character maybe yeah. move somewhere else
1: yeah well, it yeah, felt it like was... he had a character arc.
2: I felt like the killer maniac had played out and maybe we could give him something else now I don't know why it, but... well
0: because yeah they even listed his exploits and yeah by this time you'd already had the Krusty story the yeah. Selma story yeah. the mayor story the mm-hmm. Cape Fear one mm-hmm. the um mayor, yeah, yeah. ran for yeah. mayor. Yeah, and so the one directly after this one was the, the air show one where he steals the nuclear weapon. No, 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 he's done
2: that by now because he says, oh, I did try to kill everyone with the nuclear bomb. That is bomb. when he
0: ran from air, isn't
2: it? No, 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 that's a different one. No, they definitely referenced the nuclear bomb episode in this one. I'm sure they did.
1: That's a season nine episode.
2: Are you sure? Okay, yeah. guys,
1: it's lucky we're recording this so people can laugh at one of you guys <laughs>
0: later on. But anyway, my, uh, my point is that, like, they listed off all these exploits, and then, yeah, the very next season, he does the air show one, which, like, totally resets it ba- back to zero and doesn't show he- any progression on his part, yeah. Yeah. which well, is annoying. And, th- and then it's, like, business as usual when we get to episodes like Day of the Jack and Apes and Funeral for a Fiend, which are fucking awful Sideshow Bob <laughs> episodes.
2: They get bad. That's all I know.
1: Mm. He kind of turns into, like, a Halloween trope. Like, he gets yeah, into totally a-, a year, you know? Yeah, I mean, back to normal at the end.
0: Yeah, currently 13 Sideshow Bob episodes, so yeah, roughly one every two years. Mm. They were happening more in the early days than they do now.
2: That's surprising.
0: Um, So, any quotable moments you want to go into oh, before get the questionnaire? Oh, <laughs>
2: man. All right, uh, quick, quick background joke I liked. Uh, the prison chapel has stained glass windows with bars over them. It's just I didn't the, notice that. It's that's... just the background, but they're in the chapel and, like, pictures of, you know, Jesus and the saints and angels all have bars over them. Man, that's awesome. <laughs> it's, like, quietly depressing. Not even in church can you be free. Um...
0: Well, yeah, that just brings oh, yeah. me to I really appreciated the animation in this episode, especially the two moments of falling, like them yeah. going down the hydroelectric oh, yeah. water slide and then. Later, when Bart and Bob are falling down, and um,
1: <laughs> the timing and it was great, it could have yeah. been a, a road on episode. Mm. Um, they really caught the, the momentum of, of the water slide to the sudden stop of the grate, yeah, and that was just with like a fast cut to a shot of a grate, but like with the sound effects suddenly com- disappearing, you and the really... camera keeps going that little bit, yeah, the camera keeps I going. Love that. Yeah, oh yeah. man, it was really cleverly done. Hmm. And then the same thing with um the, the, the clever camera work in the I'm sorry to kinda of ramble a bit. But the clever camera work in the Damned Fall where like the, he he does the swing on the dynamite and then there's like like thirty frames of him just kind of back and forth going womp womp. And then there's this beautiful tense shot of him holding Dynamite as he hangs over a cliff edge with the the villain at the top with his hand on the trigger yeah. and like wow Hardy Boys oh, couldn't have, have had it tenser you know incredible. and then as they're falling down ah <gasps> 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 ah yeah. and yeah. then stop dead and on then the crotch. sudden dead yeah. stop <laughs> again uh, the camera work just brings all this momentum to a shuddering halt and you're just like oh there goes his crotch yeah. there are no little bubbles <laughs> ever, ever coming turning up
2: oh oh so we wish. Wait till we watch the next one. Anyway, one thing I wanted to bring up, and oh, yeah. welcome again to another episode of Googling on the Simpsons Index. Can someone look up Arthur Fiedler? Because there's a joke in, um... Uh, and again, you're going to bring it up the timeline where uh, Bob says, Well, we haven't seen each other since the unpleasantness ten years ago. He goes, Arthur Fiedler's wake. And, uh, I'm cute. I think it was Fiedler, I'm not certain. But, uh... Anyway, welcome to Googling on Simpsons. Let's wait with bated breath. Well,
0: while you're Googling that, I'm trying to look up up the Cappadocians, who were apparently uh, the people that would be proud to call themselves Chief Hydroelectric and Hydrodynamic. (laughs) And Cappadocia is a small arid region in central Turkey and known for its distinctive fairy chimneys. Don't know what any of that means. Cappadocians. I don't know. I'm pretty sure it refers to... Some sort of ancient form just, of plumbing. Uh,
2: maybe they invented hydro dams or something. Sure. Let's just say it, it, it feels like a smart joke. That Look, I'm sorry if I'm offending any
1: Cappadocian
0: uh, listeners that. Um...
1: Oh, geez, this one's going to throw you off, man. It's, it's, it's not hugely funny. Um, Arthur Fiedler, uh, born December 1894, died in July 1979 was a long-time conductor of the Boston Pops Orchestra, Symphony Orchestra, spe- specializing in pop and light music in Seattle, with combination of uh, showmanship and blah, 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 blah. Um, So he was a big name in Seattle, which is which where Fraser Frazier was set. Set. Uh, And he's a
2: composer, which they would have gone to yeah, as so like Fraser and bad.
1: Niles. Oh, they go to fancy composer funerals,
2: you know?
0: Fuck, so many, like, spe- uh, level above jokes and references. It,
2: it's, but it's, again, that's a very Fraser joke. very Fraser.
0: But to the strength of this episode, in the 20-so years that I've been watching this episode, didn't need to know either of those things yeah, anytime so to really enjoy to know the it, whole it episode.
2: It doesn't focus on it so much that it stops everything else that's going on. You yeah. understand they're having this tense relationship. It's and very contextual.
1: It's, it's like, I don't know anything about the two wines that he mentions. I just know that one of them tastes like fucking oranges fermented <laughs> under a rock. <laughs> totally,
0: totally. And, yeah, there were a few good sign gags in this episode. You're making a mistake. Oh, yeah. Yeah, on the picket
2: line as Bob is released. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, And uh, crime, yes. Criminals, no. (laughs) (laughs) Fantastic. So good. How can we go any further without mentioning, oh, yes, shake it, madam. Capital
1: knockers. capital knockers.
2: Yeah, I want to put that along with you've got a butt that won't quit. <laughs> surely yours <laughs> is Submitting those that to quit. The,
1: the, the crown jewels of quotes.
2: Yeah, no, I like to I like to They think...
1: are world's sexiest quotes, I believe. <laughs> yeah,
2: no, I want to be able to walk up to women in bars and say those things uh, because they'd be <laughs> yours amazing. Yours a butt that won't quit. Surely. surely you ca- no, you got
1: to. Come on, give it to us in your sexy voice.
2: Surely yours is a butt that won't quit. And those are capital knockers, madam.
1: <laughs> oh. I got a little fluttery, I got to admit. <laughs>
2: uh, let's see. As I felt really
1: good about my knockers. <laughs>
2: you should. They are capital.
0: Um, I love Milhouse's line. Maybe it'll be in the river.
2: Uh, it's not his style. Um, yeah. Let's see. Uh, yeah, uh, and... God bless Mom and Dad and Lisa and Maggie and also God, kill your Bob. No, you do your own dirty work.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and of course, my favorite line from what might might be my favorite line in the whole series, um, Bart, that was that was a necrobubble. You only get one shot with, with a Yeah. <laughs> Along with um... see, that's a
0: great gag that um, rewards you know repeated list uh, what viewers of The Simpsons because. If that was the first episode you'd saw, you'd be all like, oh man, he missed out on a one-time chance. But if you've seen it before, you know that.
1: <laughs> well, I don't know. Maybe it's like... Because she, she, you, you've you seen her with every man in town, but have you seen her with any man twice? Mm.
2: Ooh. You only get one chance. And before and that... she
1: moves on, because she's just like a bicycle. Yo. No, no, yeah, she's man. a bicycle
2: with standards, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, you've Kick also standards. Oh no let's no. keep moving sorry what was sorry.
0: that what was that BT
2: yeah take that again um, he's got a. Uh, Bob says uh, oh yes in all those years you spent at Cloud College I'll thank you not to refer to Princeton that way <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, uh, it's pretty well, derpy but I love the uh, the bit with the oh I'm working with a bunch of snack-toed yokels come quick Mr. Terwilliger <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah. And yeah, they set a the dog in concrete, and his butt flap, you know, springs open and shows his butt.
2: But the uh, it's, it's weak humor,
1: like it's 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 cheap. No, not weak. It's cheap humor, but it is done very well. So I mean, because
2: yeah, it's it's put against all these other you know jokes we have to look up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we
0: just
1: need a good butt yeah. flap. Yeah.
0: So
2: when you've got <laughs> a you. you know a butt flap joke with some whang sound yeah. effects, then that's that's great. Yeah. Um, the only other loan I have is when Bart yells, "Get him, lease.
1: Yeah. Oh my god, that was
2: amazing But there are so, then, so, so many other girls. Oh,
0: so just on that bit, like, I still don't understand why Lisa isn't more of a focus of Sideshow Bob's rage Because, if anything, she had more of a part in his being locked away than Bart did
2: Well, I suppose Bart is the originator Yeah You know, um
1: I feel like, um, Lisa... How am I going to say this without sounding awful? I feel like Bart is the one with the intent... And he's using yeah. Lisa Like a calculator To get the work done That is largely you know? true. Plus right, the first two okay.
2: time Bart figured out That uh, Bob framed Krusty And then Bart figured out He was planning to kill Selma Yeah And everyone Bart else there big Lisa's, Lisa's well. been true. there That's true Lisa
0: didn't have anything To do with Sherlock the Selma. moment
2: yeah, so Lisa's certainly helped from that point on, but it's always been Bart as the suspicious instigator. Oh, well, of yeah,
0: she did help with Krusty Gets Busted, the first one, but... But yeah, she also needed right.
2: convincing first, because she she'd wholeheartedly yeah. accepted... That's from a viewer perspective, I suppose, not so much from a uh, Bob's perspective. Well, no,
0: it actually brings up the good point that even me and Dave and Liz were discussing, is that in that episode, like Lisa clearly has an affinity with Sideshow Bob and, yeah, like, and as, I respects as, his intelligence. As you oh, mentioned,
2: yeah. the fact that he was uh, in classing up television was certainly uh, yeah. in her vein, so...
1: Maybe Bob doesn't have a th- doesn't go after Lisa. He respects her intelligence. Ooh. He sees ah. her as an intellectual equal. Yes. Whereas
2: I like it. I mean, yes, yes, yeah. so pl- planned crime right. devious enough for only you to solve.
1: And Get then me like can. Bart, he seems to basically stumble yeah. onto the proof that throw that ruins all his plans, you yep. know? Yeah. He's not smart or or clever or he doesn't undo the sh- the key of the lock to solve this shit he just like oh, I mean, you know what he, he does really but um,
2: but he shouldn't be able he to he shouldn't be able to no mm. he, he is from, not from Bob's perspective here is an idiot who keeps besting all his intelligent moves to be beaten by Lisa who's a child prodigy okay fine yeah to be beaten by Bart who's a child moron that shouldn't happen and I suppose it insults his intelligence so much that he must destroy this child
1: Especially if it keeps on Fucking happening yep. I yeah. mean If you're the chess champion And you beat Everyone at the oh. chess Championship And then you go home And fucking Urkel Beats you Not Urkel Uh Durple <laughs> Damn
0: We are getting Kinda of derailed here yeah, But We distracted.
2: are Urkel was the wrong choice But you know yours. what right. uh, From this point on I think Bob wants to kill Bart Because he ruined his chance With Edna Krabappel And you only get ah. one chance With Edna Krabappel
0: I like it I like it Um, All right, let's uh, hit the questionnaire. So, again, not really an A-B sort of storyline, just more how the one thing uh, affects multiple people sort of thing.
2: Even I I call this all A. I can't think of anything I would describe as being a B or C story.
0: Well, it's like Bart's suspicion is just an element, um, as is...
2: I suppose the A is... In
1: the early area, there's the the Bob line and the Bart line. Yeah, but what
2: becomes... The dominant A is the Bob and Cecil line. Yeah, yeah. And and Bob and Bart the, becomes the B, I suppose. But it's sort still of. it's so part of the the dominant A.
0: Yeah. But do you remember watching this episode back in the day? Oh yeah. So oh, season yeah. A, 97 98 ish.
1: It was a good year.
0: Mm. Yeah.
1: And, you know, I think a large part of that is because this this episode just warms the inside of your chest in a way that. Very few other things in life can. Yeah. yeah. Um. Well, it's an
2: episode that that you notice more every time you watch it, oh, and definitely. that's always a mark definitely. of the good ones. Is that you're like, I didn't get that ball. That's hilarious. When
1: I was a kid, this was a medium episode. You know, yeah. It was funny. It was exciting. It had the big damn buster. It felt like a diehard or a cliffhanger sort of episode. Yep. Um. And now I look back. Now that I'm watching it, it's just like no holds barred thrill ride. It does not stop with wit in its pacing and its timing. And it's clever humour as well as contrasted with his dumb humour. Absolutely. Oh. And, you know, and it rewards you
0: for being a repeated Simpsons viewer and a repeated Frasier viewer as well. See, when I probably started watching Frasier a little bit, I never got fully into it, but just a little bit a few years later, like, I really appreciated when the penny dropped and I realised, you know, Cecil was his brother on the show and, yeah, made that connection and was Uh, like... And they had the title
2: card in the episode.
0: Yeah, and then all the synapses fired, and it made sense how many Fraser references they made, and it was really, I really appreciated it.
1: You know, I didn't actually mention this on camera, on microphone. That's how we say on camera. It's an
0: audio camera.
1: Thank you. It's the worst thing I've ever said. Mm. (laughs) I haven't mentioned this on camera, but if in retrospect, it's such a strange choice. No, it's such a clever choice for like. Side Joe Bob, who is voiced by Fraser Crane, and that was done in such a dry way. Who's the driest, least clown voice we can have to be the south, the sidekick? And they're like, you know, Fraser Crane. He's like savvy intellectual with a really dry, kind of boring voice. Oh man! Look,
0: it's the kind of guy you need to bring in when you need to rethink how you think about pies. It's <laughs> amazing. Oh. oh Lord
1: Autumn oh, Bottom, we didn't mention Lord Autumn Bottom.
0: We did just now. Yeah, I found a way to actually naturally yeah, segue it into was the conversation. Dope.
1: Anyway, you ruined up by mentioning it. Like that was a really clever move mm. by the Simpsons in season two or whatever, when they bring him in. You're gonna be like, actually it was season three, episode four. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Xylophones. Um, but but for them to go from go the step further and be like, Well, let's bring in let's bring in Fraser's brother as as Cyto Bob's brother and yeah. wow, they have the the actor, but they also have the characters built yeah, in They and have
2: that, that very quick reference to Maris. I love they her. drop yeah. Maris. Oh my Which god! Which again, we—I don't think I got the first pass through, but no, after I don't, I've watched yeah. Frazier, yeah, and she and, is as well. Because She's again, again from, another from thing Frasier that rewards
1: that kind of goes through the whole, ep- the, in all the way through Frazier. Mm, Just mm. saying that for the audience, by the way.
0: Yeah, again, another reward for a, a, a repeated Frazier viewer, definitely. So, question Trey: Were there any jokes you only noticed on this viewing? Oh, we sort of really covered that. Arthur Fiedler yeah, and Cappadocians them, yeah. and...
1: Cappadocians, which actually is pretty funny. Yeah. They were all about aqueducts. Oh, you know that? Yeah, it's true fact. They were, He was right on the money.
3: Oh,
0: okay. <laughs> um, so, uh, how many times do you think you've seen this one?
1: Uh, more than many an episode. Mm. And yet, here I am watching this one yet again, and not only just being amazed at the timing and the funnies... But also getting more laughs out of it every time I see it. I'm still finding more jokes to laugh at. The Cappadocians,
0: Cappadocians. I, <laughs> the Cappadocians. Yeah, fun. now
1: I'm laughing at it at at how obscure and nerdy the Fraser joke is. Because mm. man, they just drop Fraser gags everywhere. But also, they went and found a, a culture that is all about aqueduct culture. And they're like, <laughs> wow, weren't the Romans, man, yeah. Hydra architects are yeah, the best.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, and yeah, for those re- reasons. It is worth revisiting again, you guys would say. Oh, totally. Can't wait. Yeah, Can't
1: wait. Let's do it next week.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, I forgot to mention this. I've probably seen it, I don't know, 50 times maybe. (laughs)
1: Yeah.
2: It's one that comes on. Yeah, you want to sit down and watch it every single time.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, Let's talk about the wackiness of this episode. I thought... I think the wacky elements were pretty much just all you know when the dam's coming down and the tension's yeah, on and, and they're and like Bob, doing action movie moves yeah Bob manages to
2: catch manages to catch Bart by swinging by a dam's fu- uh, a bombs fuse and they managed to break their
0: fall on his balls <laughs> and
1: without yeah, that was wacky and I it recovers it immediately unreal, I mean it's unrealistic but I don't know if it's wacky it's like, action movie the cat yeah, yeah it's it's hero stop hero always catches the, the, the yeah, it's, victim but
2: that's the, as wacky as it gets for this one it's not necessarily I would wacky, say, but it's no I wacky.
1: would say the wacky is my dog's in Samantha he ain't dog no more and well, then there clearly, goes his fucking butt flap clearly That's wacky. you
2: have never played catch near a up before <laughs> no, a but my
1: butt flap buttons have been double stitched <laughs> yeah I've well, never gone da,
2: you can afford double stitch butt flap buttons <laughs> but um, that
1: shit's wack y'all that was pretty wack take your fifth it was wacky it was out. wacky yeah, it went boing is universal symbol for wacky behavior.
0: No, but I think you hit the the head on the nail before when you said, like, we needed that gag to balance out all the um, Frasier oh, shit. Like.
1: How, how how much more wacky did it feel compa- compared to the two driest characters on the planet, <laughs> Niles and Frasier? Yeah. Next to Homer, it would have just been like Homer and his mates, Larry, Curly, and, and Moe.
2: <laughs> Dif- diff- different show. That was Mo's so accurate. close. I, know. I
0: wonder if that's how they named him that way. Larry Car- uh, Lenny F- Lenny, Carl... Lenny... Lenny Callum Moe. Thank you.
2: Maybe, but then Moe is like the odd one out of actually being directly referencing.
0: Mm.
1: Lenny Carl and Mo. Yeah. Oh
0: my god! I know, I know. Busting this shit wide open.
2: We're through the looking glass I said this last episode.
0: It may be a repeated catchphrase for I us. I think so. Um, t so I don't actually think there's um, a lot of heart in this episode because... Um, um, even when you're meant to feel hot for Sideshow Bell because he's reformed, like, even that bit, like I said, it was kind of rushed through, like, to still give the audience, like, some suspicion of him. So, and then when he comes, it goes into prison at the end, it wasn't for any real reason. It was just a derpy, quick Wiggum thing. So,
1: I don't, hey, I don't know. not know. I'm going to cut you off, man. Because mm-hmm. to me, this was actually a really heartfelt episode. To me, personally, at least. Like...
2: As a reformed criminal. Yourself. As a reformed criminal. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: can't, no, I mean... Not to you, but to me at least. Mm. Um, Yes, they kind of brushed over him deciding to be a good person... In the sense that it felt like it happened before the episode started. But to me, like... Watching him try and try to be good again... And, like, like, just when he first gets out of jail and Bart keeps popping up but when he goes out on dates and when he goes out on the shit... This psychotic oh point, right here. <laughs> and then Wiggum turns around and he's just like, no, oh, don't worry, I'm sure I'll give up soon. <laughs> yeah, um, I love that. He says
0: that now, but he'll give up pretty
1: quickly. Yeah. But to me, like, watching Bob... Try earnestly try to be a good person, yeah, and just getting shut down by this kid that that won't accept the change. You're
2: you're saying it's an allegory for how society will not accept a uh, ex con. Man,
1: yeah, Bob is. I I mean, Bart is the conservative that won't accept change as a. In, to, to, to a human. It, it, I would say okay, Bart yeah. is the
2: representation of the undying suspicion once you know someone is an ex-con. It was yeah, really sad for me to watch. Let's appreciate that Edna Krabappel walks away only when he's oh, referred to nothing. as Sideshow Bob. Yeah. Not because he, 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 he doesn't <laughs> say anything. Robert He's yeah. not Robert Terwilliger. He's Sideshow Bob and that's when she walks away. And you only get one chance with Edna Krabappel.
1: Man, and it is Bart that screws that up. It's not Bob. He does no. nothing. He is charming as fuck. Oh yeah, that great
0: line. Well, you know, I did try to kill the world's greatest lover, but there are laws against suicide. Oh Bob, <laughs> you're so suave. <laughs> oh my god, I'm swooning you guys right now. Put your penises away, please. Never! <laughs> please tell me, did this feel like an episode of The Simpsons? Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah. I gotta yeah, say, it, 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 it felt through like when The Simpsons like grabbed little bits from other shows, like when they did that Crit crossover. And they fucking nailed it then. They fucking nailed it here.
1: Definitely. It was... The timing and pacing was just top shelf Simpsons. It was funny all the way through. And it was paced really well. So the jokes just kept you going. Um, There was lots of... To me at least, there was lots of harsh. um, There was... Shock twists again and again. Shock twist. Bob isn't evil. Shock twist. His brother is evil. Shock twist. Bob is good and gonna save the thing. Shock twist. Bomb going off. Shock twist. Bomb not going off. I can keep going, but
0: uh, hey, we really, gotta save think, some things for the audience. <laughs> but I think what we really would appreciate about this as well that another it, it felt like hackily delivered either. Oh like, sure. No, this was this, this was,
2: was seamless. It was beautiful,
1: and yeah. all the action tropes were beautifully ripped out of really big yeah. action he, movies. He,
2: he goes to cut a dynamite with a, with a wire Yeah, covers. What's
1: the, one with on. the one-armed man and the bit with the dam and the, and the, the thing? The fugitive. Fugitive man. Yeah. Right down the slippery slide. The fugitive slippery slide, by the way, famous, famous scene. <laughs>
0: and that leads me into the quotable moments because with that whole scene where Wempart's like, oh, just to think, the town could have been um, completely destroyed and then oh. the dam breaks anyway. Oh, of course. <laughs> it's
2: very Simpsons.
0: Tidal wave goes through the town. Homer opens the door, sees Ralph.
1: Oh, I think I wet Ralph. my bed. Cut. Man, awesome. beautiful. Perfect person to cut to afterwards. I mean, mm. they're like, well, we just had a water wave destroy the town. Well, how can we salvage this in a funny way? Ralph yo, 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 wet the bed. Boy, oh, yeah. that Ralph was exactly Wiggum is the
2: personification of boyo oh, yo, yoing.
1: Yeah.
0: Absolutely. And yeah, it worked totally for this. Oh, yeah. Do you guys have any other quotable moments before we.
2: That we haven't yelled yet? I'm sure we could keep going.
0: There are well, going to be more we, could we could didn't get
2: because there were so many. It was great. I'm going to stick with shake it, madam. Capital <laughs> knockers. <Capital knock-ins. laughs> yeah, go
0: to Frinkiak and, you know, yeah. share that meme. Text your loved
2: one, capital knockers. <laughs> Assuming she's a woman, of course. Don't text the man that. That's going to get weird. No, but men out there, you and can text you. your that. If you love a door, text that it has a capital <laughs> lockers.
0: Ah, oh. oh, 20 points. Not Thank topping you. that Thank you,
2: gentlemen
1: Let's rank this thing! Uh, Danny, kick it off my man. I'm giving it Cubic Zirconia, man. I literally could not improve this if I tried hard. If I had a team of comedy writers, this could not have gotten better. And it's not just the gags. It's the pacing was amazing. The camera work was beautiful. Which is weird to say about a, a cartoon show but...
2: they got to think about their frames and how yeah, that delivers a they story. They put
1: a lot of work into it. The animation um, is
0: beautiful in this episode. Yeah.
1: And, like, the the gags, the Fraser Nile stuff is just a, gorgeous and... Ooh, nearly lost my microphone.
2: <laughs> but you didn't. I'm how about second. you, BT? Where are you where are you? I running? started off sitting at a silver gold thinking maybe I'd give this a gold at the best, but then, no, we got to the episode proper. Everything hit full swing. QZ, cubic zirconia. It is everything we love about the simpsons it's tight writing great jokes quick delivery great plotting great characters everything so yeah cubic
0: and to add to that mine's also a cubic zirconia because this is everything we love about a sideshow bob episode Mm. you know you've got the comedy but you also have an actual crime thriller element here um like and this is like an evolution of the the sideshow bob episode where he's usually the focus and now um, it's telling you know him from a different reformed angle. Anyway, absolutely, QZ, check this episode out. It's essential. Maybe cut, watch a couple of the bobs before it. Um, but build, anyway, build up next this one, yeah. in our sideshow,
1: Bobathon. Ah, uh, Bob along. Can you play
0: me the sideshow Bob theme Sorry, music, I'm please? I'm just
2: now stuck on sideshow Bob. Sideshow. Weird. Sing Cape the Fear. <laughs>
0: Um, so we are going to be watching season 17 episode 8 the
1: italian bob oh
2: i both can and can't wait i haven't seen this one and ladies and gentlemen to... this is my band-aid this is the one i remember hating the most of anything ever the
0: dice wow. um clearly hate you too
2: no the dice love me because it knew i wanted to hate it <laughs> i love you dice you're sick you're like i <laughs> It was a spotty Bye, man wait, wait, whispered wait, wait. to Super Ted. God! Get it right. Oh.
0: Many lockers confirmed confirmed out ordered by Bambino Torino Pizza. Ooh. Will it be decent pizza? We'll find out. After this, and Ooh. we're back. Guys, we just watched season 17, episode 8. There, Italian Bob, or as they say in Italy, El Italiano Bobbo. Guys,
2: what you- oh, you El do Watto, do you- did you think he... Okay, first of all, stop that. <laughs> uh, Come on, my Italian right. is impeccable.
1: Episode over, this is... bam, mic drop right there. Yeah,
2: you can just walk away confident from this episode. Um, well, as you, as, as, as loyal listeners, I'm sure we have those, will know this episode was decided by, not only by the DICE, the D20. but by, I think I mentioned early, early on, this was my most hated episode. So it was genuinely interesting to see if it was as bad as I remember. Or if it maybe had some merits beyond, it's as bad Meris? as I remember. Not, not merits. <laughs> we never see merits. We do see the merits, and they're not here. That's the difference. Oh,
0: man, this is so lacking in merits. Oh, so Look, just to kick so off the lacking. conversation, this is a structural fucking mess. Mm. Like, they're just it's... jumping from set piece to set piece. With...
1: It's disgusting. It's embarrassing.
0: You know it's what? embarrassing. Uh,
2: let's let's just synopsize quickly. So, Mr. Burns decides he needs a new car because the children of the elementary school make fun of him, of course.
1: Whoa, whoa, whoa. No. The, the children Something have, happened before that? starts off with the safety film. And I liked yeah. that intro
0: gag. It's probably one of the yeah. only gags I liked from this I'll, episode. I'll get to where... the gags
2: in the very beginning, which I actually liked, which I w- maybe believe, maybe I remember this. Yeah, uh, Krabubble's
0: like, Willie wheel in the TV, and he does, and the kids are like, yay! And then the TV's like, PBS, and they're like, oh. No. But then it's and like... then they're like, in association with... <gasps> Production Association of Canada. Oh. oh
2: but I, I do like that moment of the kids wheeling the TV. And yeah. that was very much, I think, a universal experience. Oh. No matter where you were got educated uh, in this world. Yeah. That but moment they wheel in the TV. Like, racism
1: gag, wasn't there? Wasn't there about, about, about Willie? Um.
0: Uh, yeah, um that uh, was... enjoy your tolerance film, you fucking dicks. <laughs>
2: Yeah, Willie being intolerant to the concept of intolerance. Yeah. It landed better than I just said it, which at this point I was like, okay, maybe maybe I've judged this episode too harshly. Maybe this was the first bad one I saw and it's really not that bad considering everything else. But then it becomes a complete fucking train wreck that drove into a shitstorm and that shitstorm flew into a fan and it became a shitfight.
1: Alright, so looking at oh. one... No, I, was, I was thinking of it like the, the wheel of the TV that's like and now, Diversity Films presents a diverse picture of racial cultures. And then it cuts to, like, The Simpsons oh, 1, so ethnically diverse character of Scotty, uh, Willie, as he wheels out the TV. And he's, like, "Enjoy diversity, bitches. And it was like, oh, Yay. yeah like, And then that film
0: itself was really weird. That,
2: But at that, that point, I'm giving it enough, and this is someone from hate, who knows they hate this episode, I'm giving it enough good faith that it's intentionally awkward. Yeah, yeah.
0: but, um, but it's, it's all just a setup to lead to, oh, well, children, if you don't like it, you can stare out the window. Oh, look, Mr. Burns with his old cars out the window. Yeah, and then uh, he takes the photo and like a... says, stand there for 72 uh, minutes. Oh my God. This was so hacky delivered. So anyway, this all leads to Mr. Burns feeling insecure about his cars because the kids made fun of him. So he gets a faster roadster, which is... I found a, uh, expl- a a way to describe these gags, which is a parallel import gag. You know, because The Simpsons, they've tried to do yep, gags yep, where they yep. call Star Wars Cosmic Wars and Jar Jar Binks Jim Jam so Bonks. It's a, it's a parallel
2: oh. import, I get
1: it. And so
0: the thing is, you know, they're changing the name because they don't want to get sued. And this is what parallel import um, oh, things like, do. Like, you know, like when you go to Shin-in. the two... Yeah, you go to the $2 shop and instead of palm olive you say Paul maliv or
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like, Sanyo like instead of Sony.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I know a genuine Panaphonics when, uh Panasonic <laughs> or whatever it was. Yeah, it's a Sony.
2: Yeah, we'll stick with a uh, shin instead of shining. Yeah. So you anyway, get sued?
0: This... <laughs> yeah, yeah, the shinning. Um so yeah, this leads to uh Mr. Burns coming to Homer which I like this gag as well. He's just like humming and he's bashing the um, control desk of his safety inspector Nuclear power job And it's flashing up meltdown behind him I thought that was a good gag
1: eh. it, it was was The it reason for him to be bashing a keyboard was that No but I, I
0: don't know What song he was singing but it was like Sisters are doing it And he's like smashing the um, pad along And it's just saying meltdown But anyway Burns walks in and goes Oh go to Italy and take your family And
2: Yep do I have to spend time with them? Yes.
0: Oh, that was so bad! Such so bad. a jerk, ass Homer. But it's moment.
2: Not even that. Is there's that... I can't remember which episode it is, but there's one where Mr. Burns goes, "What's that? What's that fellow who always gets in trouble when I put yes. him in charge of things?" Uh, Homer Simpson. Yes, let's get him in charge. We haven't seen him for a while. It was like huh. at least they acknowledge their own, but in this he literally just does it. You. And, that, then we... yeah, yeah. and then before we. That
1: boob was actually 7G. Yeah, and then who's the one not... the camera
2: follows? Let's hire him. Hmm.
0: <laughs> and before we know it they're on the plane to italy and they go to italy and then they pick up the car and marge is like oh well let's just uh spend more time in italy and they're like ah. okay and Flawless then marge.
2: gags ensue "Ha, ah, we're in pisa ha ah, we're in another place that's a thing and the blah, 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 blah. if you live in a country that the simpsons have visited you know what this feels like
0: yeah yeah but i mean at least you know I feel so- sorry for Italy because the Australia episode was fucking awesome. Like, it was still
2: funny as hell. Yeah.
0: Yeah. This one is just an embarrassment. Oh, so um, much.
2: I have so many. Like I've got two notes of good, and then everything else is awful. Like oh yeah, the couch gag. Into... I like the TV going to class. The rest is terrible.
0: Yeah, couch gag again. Good. You know, deal out cards, the playing yeah. cards.
2: Just,
1: like the first two shots of the whole thing. Yes.
0: Yeah, tell me about it. It goes downhill from here. So So there's the aeroplane gag where Homer's pulling at the wires and all of a sudden an engine drops up into Cletus's farm and then Brandane goes, goes, Oh, you're a good provider. You're the best husband and son I ever had. Before that,
2: we've got Mr. Uh. Burns. Mr. Burns falling asleep while taking a photo is a grandpa joke, not a Mr. Burns joke. Yes, yes. You fucking fucking pissed me off because that was just... It's not what he does. You can embarrass Mr. Burns by being out of touch, being far too rich, far too old, and saying what the fuck is going on. That's where he's funniest. When He's got like, oh, you know, am I too late for 1214 autogyro? Or fill her up yeah. with petroleum dist- distillate post haste? Or yep. I'm yeah. sure the manual did indicate, which is the accelerometer, which is the deceler matrix. That's where he's at his funniest. But this is just not even his vernacular of jokes. Yeah. I hate this one. I have a lot to say.
0: <laughs> um... Initially, I liked uh, when they landed in Italy, and Bart's it's like, Why is there a Canadian flag on your bag, Lisa? And she's like, Uh, you know, I don't think uh, foreigners view Americans favorably over the last actions of five years, you know. And that's like perfect because at the time, you know, this is very much Bush era um, politics, and yeah, what
2: if, <laughs> what year was this come? Did this come out?
0: Seventeen, so like two thousand six. Okay. <laughs> So, yeah, we're very much in the midst of the War of Iraq. And, um, and yeah, there were, you know, uh, stories of Americans doing that, putting Canadian flags and yeah. saying they're Canadian. But then it undoes itself with the Homer thing where he's coming in with his, uh, oh, don't uh, get, get away from my flag, fucking uh, yay for Texas, Texas and everything that's like...
2: Portland, Oregon. They come from Portland. Why are they yelling about Texas?
0: So then they're at Pisa and then it's like Homer's like, Oh my god, finally we're here. a McDonald's where you can get booze. Whoop whoop.
2: Yeah. Womp, womp. Which wouldn't would have been fine had everything leading up to it not sucked so much balls. Mm. Sweaty, ugly, dirty balls.
0: Jag, you look, befuddled, tell me, do you remember the Pompeii gag?
1: It's oh, no, uh, it's so oh. what I I don't even, it's not even the gag that throws me off. It's the pacing of the whole show. Like the cuts are too fast and all the, the yeah, it's the cuts are too fast. Yeah. Every shot is for like 20 seconds less than it should be just to feel like a Simpsons episode. It feels like like a sketch show because they're trying to get through yes. yeah. way too much material in this really quick span of time. Um, And it keeps cutting from scene to scene to scene With the most tenuous of links (laughs) Because you're not supposed to be paying attention to the plot You just want to laugh at the gag And then laugh at the next gag Because we're the ADD generation Well it makes me think Because this episode
0: is very indicative of what I hate Which is the family guy syndrome of the time Where... um, it felt like The Simpsons lowered themselves to the level of Family Guy, but yeah, by, by oh, just being set piece joke. And not that I have a problem with the earlier seasons of Family Guy, but it did get very hacky very quickly. And just while you know I'm on the subject, they dude, do a joke I can about see the playbook,
1: and it is just filled with. It hate. looks like you've written sixty pages. I Holy do want to. I do want to say Boo.
2: <laughs> I do want to quickly thank you, man, for uh, articulating the hatred that I can't quite ex- exactly put. Into you're too words. filled
0: with hatred to articulate. Exactly, correctly. I
1: understand. You're wordless with anger, mm. and it's right. It's righteous. Like I'm sorry, I haven't really righteous been talking wordless anger. In this, I haven't been too talking about this episode. I just don't know how to put it in words. And he's right. You did a good job. He's this got day. this strange feeling that's not The Simpsons. And the way it's
0: cut, the way it's directed... Can I bring it back to the family guy point is because they did the whole thing with the, um, oh, let's look at uh, people who have committed crimes and, you know, it shows a picture of Sideshow Bob. Then they're flipping the page. Shows a picture of Peter Griffin. Goes plagiarismo. Shows a picture of uh, Stan Smith from American Dad plagiarismo, de plagiarismo. So sort of implying that Peter Griffin was a rip-off of Homer and really Stan was a rip-off of rip
1: The Simpsons as mm. a series.
2: Absolutely.
0: It, it, and it in an episode where they shit. are clearly ripping off a Family Guy formula.
2: Well, not even that. It's a very punched-down humour thing. I mean, The Simpsons is bigger than Family Guy, so when they make fun of them, that feels like they're punching the little guy.
1: Absolutely. You, know? you and... always
2: punch up in comedy. It's a very simple rule. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Every yeah. other series... That brings the Simpsons in, and they're like, haha. ha, we're so much funnier than these motherfuckers." That's cool because they are the little team, yeah. And Simpsons is the king of the cartoon industry by five hundred fucking years. Yeah,
2: they are the Simpsons. They're an in the institution right now. It's yeah. Yeah, it's
1: it's petty. Yeah, that it's petty, um, and the whole episode has been driven in that same sense where the. The greater sense of plot or arc or or coherence
2: yeah. makes way for every anyway.
1: tiny scene being one little gag, and the next scene, as long as it's a gag, doesn't yeah. matter. If it's it a, ties to the It's first a sequence
2: scene. of little self-contained bad for jokes real. to become a like, string of so fucking the, bullshit. There's
1: an endpoint to the story, and it's not tied. To the beginning of the story, it's just tied to the last gag, which is
2: tied to the gag before,
1: which is tied to the gag. Yeah. It's like a rickety but little bridge. Yeah. We so
2: And yeah, we look at and that And the short because... round's like, we can cross the strong bridge. And you're like, no. Bad short round. Mm, Sorry. I just, that's it, yeah. yeah.
1: man. Every little rung of that bridge is like a different gag that could have been in any
0: episode. And yeah, another uh, episode, which is... Um, uh, does the whole thing of like act two is where the story actually starts uh, yeah, so act, uh, so the turn of act one going into act two was where they say oh you're stuck in italy but you know don't worry our um mayor speaks italian oh and who could that mayor man. be oh my Side god
2: show who would have suspected in an episode called the, uh, the italian bob in the sideshow bobathon
0: terrible <laughs> mm, it's just, uh, and then he gets
1: the weakest motherfucking tenuous connection for being there suddenly uh, he's mayor of the town kind of
0: look I kind of like the bit where he like became a player in Italy because of his big feet smashing the grapes but look to me man, it would have made more sense if no, he became the head no no, like, no 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 uh, let me finish if he became the head of a wine company
2: that would have made all yeah, more sense sure. rather than just a fucking man
1: oh yeah no look that would make a little more sense but I mean he's like where should I go spin Globe, oh, bam, Africa, so bad. nope. Spin globe, China, nope. Spin globe, Spin globe. North Korea, no, nope. no.
2: But he wasn't. Then he's
1: like, oh fuck it, I'm just gonna go to fucking Florence, Italy, Italy. Lords, whatever. whatever, whatever. Um,
2: it's Italy, anyway. uh, but not even that. It was just like, well, he just comes home from a day of trying to murder uh, murder Bart as though that's his day to day job. Yeah. And just decides, you know what, I'm just gonna leave. And it's like that's a so you didn't point. have to leave the country. That
1: part wasn't really. There was
2: a, there were jokes we made there of him, extra, yeah, it was constantly totally failing to kill a ten-year-old boy and getting like, nowhere, and he's just, but it's just, oh, I just decided to come here, and then I will say, quick joke I did like when he's in Italy trying to correct the Italian people's pronunciation of Italian. Oh, man. I do like that joke. Very quick. The only saving grace... What,
0: where the woman spits on him after she tries no, to... No, then eat. it
2: ruins it by having him having her spit on him. But yeah, because like I was going to say... Getting a on the pronunciation that, um, on the end
1: there. You, you're right. Like, uh, 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 the is like, how did you get to Italy? And he's like, well, I'll tell you. It all started in this little day oh, when I decided forget- to go to Italy. Yeah, don't and forget the wonderful
2: joke where Homer's like, this story better have a beginning, middle, and uh, end. And, maybe and we better room root for, the, for the, the protagonist. Yeah. Because I'm like, uh, weak as uh, I, I, need, I need a beer break.
0: Again, they put too much value in the Homer going, oh, and there better a," be or, you know, and yeah, uh, Homer whispering yeah. something. They put too much value in, in the delivery waiting, of uh, Homer, in the character. the
2: story with jokes that aren't funny.
1: No, it's... Know?
0: Yeah, where they're relying on the delivery and it's it's not there. But um,
1: like, I mean, his story is just. So, uh, why did you go? Why did you decide to go to Italy? And then he says, "Well, once upon a time, there was this day where I decided to go to Italy," yeah. and that's the end of his story. What the fuck is that? What kind of exp- why did we waste? Well, no, no, work, he like, became a, in like, the mayor like, of the town
0: because he was able to process more grapes by having big feet to stomp them with and he Ugh. sung that these boots these feet were made for stomping oh, oh man
2: terrible yeah, it's yeah like, but Kelsey like, Graham can sing let's make him so sing so anyway something. logically because uh, he
0: can stomp grapes he becomes the mayor and logically he has a family now and logically his son is uh, filled with the memories of hatred and murdering Bart Simpson Bart Vendetta oh. Vendetta oh, did you oh, like that kid It's Gino oh, Sideshow oh Mark. no Oh my god! I have not Jesus. seen so much murderous. It's
1: such a weak, like, plot device, and oh.
0: We have an af- Italian family now. Mm-hmm. It's
1: disgusting.
0: Oh, and p- Gino steps on the little race and does his little. Also,
1: <sighs> so much rage. Um, how old was that boy? Anyone? One, he's- two. No, he's got like language. He's like fucking. Vendetta, kill, kill, he, he, Simpson. He's
2: older than Maggie
1: He's old it makes This no is sense. where I'm getting to Yeah, because like Bart's still 10 Maggie is like 1 or 2 at the most
0: Alright, we've clearly had a lot of rage About this episode Because we're running a little bit over Let's shoot through some but other But I bits. have
2: so many more complaints Let's man. shoot through, through our complaints
0: um, I just want to quickly po- po- point out the, mm. the whole lh uh, yeah, like, Quickly poop <laughs> There's no quick. I cook, totally yeah. said that. <laughs> um, I just want to quickly point out the whole uh, Homer acting like Mussolini on the balcony. And a bit strange. Like, like Lisa was like, "Hey, choice. don't do Mussolini," and then Homer was like, uh, "I'm doing Trump." And yeah, like, which
2: feels weird now.
0: Um, Homer and the meat grinder. Like, Fuck off! Look, oh man, look, look, I'm all for a disgusting gag, but. There's certain things I like The Simpsons for, and not to sound like too conservative or anything, because I'm not. I fucking love dick was there and like a, meat grinder jokes, but this one was, was, there was like disgusting. Was a gay thing about him sucking
1: on the, the, the
0: meat spout? Sucking on some freshly minced pork?
2: No, nah, it was a joke, but it wasn't a joke. It was, here's Homer doing something fat. Yeah, like, uh, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, it and was. He was like, sucking on more, raw no, meat out of a meat grinder. Fuck off, I hate everything about this episode now. And I don't know,
0: I've seen blood orgy jokes that were less disgusting than that.
2: I've told dead baby jokes <laughs> that were more fun. Uh, okay, quick, quick bit I hated was um, when they're getting the car, they're like, it is a perfect marriage of design and technology and Marge just goes, ooh, ooh marriage. marriage. No joke. It just It's what her just going, is ooh, that? marriage. It's like, yeah, Marge's main thing in life is marriage. That's what she lives for, apparently.
0: It's it just, such uh, a, like,
2: Like, to the equivalent is. Bad
0: writing. You're bad writing. It's fucking terrible writing. Because it's like,
2: (laughs) if you had someone say jazz and Lisa went, ooh, jazz, that makes sense because she loves jazz. It implies that Marge's whole thing is being married and it's just boring and stupid. Makes no fucking sense.
0: Nope. Um, The joke with uh, Wiggum fucking bursting into the children's party and shooting it up and there was the Penn State banner.
2: I told you, Size Your Bob left here ages ago. It's like. Then yeah. why did you shoot the place, Luke? Because so I saw you pulling the fucking trigger on your AK... Uh, sorry, on your uh, MR...
0: Exactly. They launched, like, 200 rounds into a birthday party and miraculously didn't hit one of the four just to make a shitty Penn State joke. AR-16 yeah. Type B. Uh, by the way, I don't actually get the whole Penn State thing. What... I,
2: it's not to get. It's just, oh, a Penn State banner. Well, we have something in common. I, guess I don't know. This is a terrible bit, but it's, uh, it's padding out time. Waka waka.
0: Fair enough. I uh, will research. Oh, um, that's the other thing. I need to eat crow because Sideshow Bob's Last Gleaming, the mm. uh, nuclear bomb episode that was mm. that was before. Brother from another series. He did mention it in the episode.
2: Ooh. How does that crow taste?
0: Uh, it, it, it's bitter. But a little sweet because, um, you know, I, I, I can... I can swallow the crow, man. I can swallow my pride.
2: That's all right. I mean, according to the poem, four in 20 blackbirds taste great in a pie. So just cook another 41 blackbird crows into that pie, you'll be fine. Yep. Anyway, things I hate. And um, we're they throw in the Cape Fear music for no reason. Unlike the previous episode, where it was used brilliantly to throw suspicion on whether or not Bob was actually reformed. Here, it's just here, because Bob is here, and of course his fucking music is here. Look and he just- walks on a rake for no goddamn reason. Why is there a rake in the middle of his fucking office?
0: Yeah, and a mini rake for Gino to step on as well.
2: I also um, like. I just turned your um, indicators red. Mini right rake, the mini rake <laughs> is crazy. Sorry, editing, Elliot. You,
0: ter- you turned the mixer's indicators red, and you turned your indicators red. Man, that yeah. vein is popping very far out of your forehead and right now. And then the now. mini rake's just
1: sitting there after the gag. Yep. Yeah. For the rest but of I, the same.
2: in a calm explanation. We had a great moment where they used the music to po- properly cast doubt on whether or not Sideshow Bob has been reformed or not. It's a great moment. It's the only point in that episode where they used the music and it's perfect. It works brilliantly. Here, they just put it in because, hey, it's a Sideshow Bob episode. Yeah. We may as well put in the Cape Fear music. Waka waka.
0: i got to just point out quickly, I did like how they merged the Cape Fear music with like the orchestral arrangement of Polly Archie. Um, but I did not like Krusty the Clown as Polly Archie.
2: Makes no sense.
0: Uh, please buy the Cheetos at the front desk. Whatever the fucking yeah. parody lyrics were. Yeah. So forgettable. Um, Alright, not too long to shoot through the rest of these quotable moments. So many more but, parts I hate. I know. Um, I hated the two-year-old Barney that was getting drunk in the street.
2: It's okay, we got the cheese insurance. Yeah. Oh, what the fuck?
0: What man? about the goat fucking being jealous at the woman dancing with Bart? That was weird.
2: Oh, what about Bob having his prison clothes underneath his regular oh, man. clothes? Oh, yes. drunk,
0: drunk Lisa revealing the whole fucking thing. That was so uh, disgusting. No, not Drunk Lisa revealing the whole
2: thing in English to a town that's been established to us that does not speak English.
0: There's no story here. Yeah, it's so weak. It's um. it's a rickety bridge that they're driving a Lamborghini Faster Rosa on and it's crumbling and Fast is a stupid name. Uh, by the way, you guys groaned at the aqueduct bit. I didn't get it. What was that all about? Where they're driving on the aqueduct and they're like, oh, derpy derp. Oh, derpy derpy derp.
2: Um, I'm trying to remember. I mean, I both do and do not want to They're, they're driving
0: say. away from Bob. They're yep. just on the turn. They're and driving like, on the aqueduct. At least like, you on
2: an aqueduct. That's what part of Italia, Italy is known for because the Romans instituted them. And oh, well, like, what are they supposed to do? Irrigate the land within the city? Walk, walk, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's a shit joke. Didn't you listen? to That That was a shit joke. That was yeah. the joke. That was what Dude, I was trying no, to do. Yeah. I mean, you've not yeah. missed
2: anything because that's the thing. That's everything. Is they let's just say, well, oh, stupid, lazy Romans. Why didn't they irrigate the entire cities? I don't remember what he says, but something like, what are they supposed to do? The exact thing they were built for. That's.
1: I mean, that's that is a classic. Trope he may well type of joke, I guess, but their gag is, oh, why would Homer know? This thing about Roman history, and he happens to get right this obscure piece about Roman history. I suppose that's funny, sort of, but it just sounds like oh, we looked this up on Wikipedia and copy pasted into the script. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking too right.
0: So
2: an example of that joke done well is the part in Archer where he doesn't know what his blood type is, but knows the person who invented blood types. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm no, that's, that's not amazing. invented, that's d- discovered. Right. That's a like great that. bit, but in this he's just, oh, is it, I'm just going to randomly say words that apparently history resonates with everyone's fucking stupid. Yeah. It
1: right. works much better the other way around.
2: Uh, I was going to say, I just I just read something on my notes that literally made me growl. Um, listeners can hear it back on the track. No, it's... Uh, okay. Uh, Bob goes quickly into... What does he say? Uh well, I there was a clown and I was framing him by robbing a quickie mark. Oh, it sounds so stupid when I say it out loud. It's like you are making fun of brilliant episodes in an episode that is fucking terrible. I know. Fuck you, right. It's just oh it's so much scary. like the family
0: guy bit. You're trying to fucking take the high road against Family Guy and American Dad, which at that time, you know, 2006, 2007. We're doing better. We're doing fucking better, much better work than you were doing. Like, and especially American Dad. I still defend that show to this day. Like, the episodes have gotten weaker, but at least they're still doing awesome fucking comedy that's driven by story.
1: Unlike Family Guy, who are only serving the gags, and it's, Ugh Lame They started out very strong as well At this time Like the first few episodes of American Dad Were their best I think
0: So anyway Look we need to hit the questionnaire We've gone Dangerously over time on this one
2: Expect more
0: Um So Have you guys seen this one before? Did you
1: see it actually? Danny? No this was This was a fresh treat for me This was (laughs) First time? It was Amazing And The sort of experience I'm glad I've had so that I can bitch about it later. I can bitch about this for the next 60 fucking years, you know? Oh, please, Good man. for you. He How about you,
0: bitch? Have you seen this one before? Put a play count on it.
2: I have composed something for this.
1: Oh,
0: great.
3: Oh, dear.
2: Once upon a midnight dreary, while I pondered weak and weary, with the many quaint and curious television channels to explore, while I monded... Nodded, merely napping. Suddenly, there came a rapping of a Simpsons open tracking of a Danny Elfman score. Tis some episode, I muttered, adding to the Simpsons repertoire. This it is, and nothing more. Ah, uh, Distinctly, I remember. It was in the bleak December. Each sep and dying ender wrought its ghost upon the floor. But the the episode of which I witnessed was a sinister gift for, for Christmas, burning brimstone of such shitness of which Krampus had once bore brought upon and shat upon my floor. <laughs> This it is and nothing more.
0: Please don't, but feel free to drop that mic. Huh.
2: I mean, it's attached to a stand. Feel would, free to
0: drop it all. Just it kick would, it over.
2: I mean, that's like a minute of work. Fuck,
0: man, that was beautiful.
2: I can post that on the train on the way over. The question being, do I still hate this episode enough to recite that? Yes, I do. I wish I'd written more. Yeah, But I shan't ever more.
0: We
1: don't want to watch this one again, do we?
0: I
2: want to set it on fire and throw it into a pile of needles.
1: <laughs> I literally can't think of a redeeming feature. I've got no good arguments for it, you know.
0: No, even the jokes that I liked, I feel like were undercut by the jokes going on too long or, um, and things like that. Yeah, absolutely wackiness.
2: all of it and it sucks
0: balls this is like the remix of boy-o-yoing boy-o-yoing boy yoing the reverse played for 22 minutes so it lacked it lacked good wackiness the wackiness was to the detriment of the show how about the heart feel some
2: heart where Sideshow Bob's son is a psychopath for no reason, other than the fact he's Psycho Bob's son, which is not how psychopathy works. Hey, Unless Bob okay. has a chromosome deficiency, which can tell by he and his brother that he does not, because that's not how genetics works.
1: Well, look, Sideshow Bob was down on one knee, begging for the life of his family. If that's not heart, then what is, man?
2: Uh, the thing that beats inside your chest and pumps blood into the various parts of your body.
1: Why do I even ask Beach these things?
2: <laughs> I have detailed files on how the human heart Well, let heart me ask works.
0: you this thing. Did this feel like an episode of The Simpsons?
1: Elliot, did this
2: show have
0: heart? You haven't answered. <laughs> you know that scene where they show Mr. Burns' heart and it's just a little black fucking prune?
2: There are various versions of this joke, but yes. <laughs>
0: that had ten times more heart than this episode. <laughs> No, this was, this was disgusting. It was, it moved through the paces so poorly and no moment of was earned. And like, while there were good turns, like, um, you know, Sideshow Bob steps on the grapes, earns respect of the Italians. It didn't mean he should be mayor. It means he should be, um, Grape over a wine thing.
2: Oh, hi. Food. Pause.
1: Hello? I bet it's all.
2: Down the, st- wait, are you going to do a legit? We are back.
1: Are we finishing or are we eating pizza? We're wrapping
2: up, but yes.
0: And we just took a quick break because we had a pizza delivery. Woo. But no, we're getting into the, the balls end of the, the uh, questionnaire. I knew you would say that. Um. So speaking of which, Beach, what kind of balls did this thing suck?
2: Imagine a large sweaty man mostly covered in hair went for a jog of about eight minutes through a forest full of mostly shit and garbage and when he got home undressed himself stood in front of you and dipped his balls directly in your face and somehow he has both brown and orange pubes that's how much balls this sucked
0: both ill both and they're the size of chestnuts so did it oh. feel like an episode of the simpsons
2: um <laughs> you know what they do. that's right sorry you they're doing that Halloween thing, and they say, and these are the witch's brains, and they give you, like, spaghetti. Sure. And they give you, and these are the witch's eyes, and it's, like, grapes. And like, and what? this is the witch's shit, and then they give you the, a copy of this episode. <laughs>
1: uh-huh. You're holding the seats in seven-chain Blu-ray. I feel you're, you're harboring some sort of deep-seated resentment. When I
2: hate something, I hate it good. Well, look,
0: before we rank this episode, Danny, could you please express your hate?
1: Shit, man, I, I don't think I can express my hate in a way that I can
2: try it's fun
1: well look to me this doesn't feel like an episode of Simpsons it feels like every scriptwriter that worked for the Simpsons uh, were in a bar one night and then like uh, the, the, they wake up and none of them have any ideas to the episode and one guy comes in <laughs> and says like I found these scraps of shredded paper in the bathroom floor it was in, in all our pockets like, it was covered in piss and I, I don't know I hear let's just like stitch this shit together with some tape and <laughs> Fuck it, we'll call it an episode. We're done. We're done. Everybody, fucking margies at margaritas at five.
2: Call Kelsey Grammar, we're done. Let's go.
1: (laughs) This was... Call Kelsey Grammar, we're done. Yeah. That is depressing. It it wasn't paced like a a Simpsons episode. It wasn't as funny as a Simpsons episode. None of the characters behaved as they would in a Simpsons episode. Um, There was no sense of plot coherent to, to what I would come to expect from an episode. A good one, especially. I would... If this wasn't drawn with characters that I could visually recognize, I wouldn't have told you. If this was done with different voice actors and without the, the Simpsons characters, sure. I wouldn't have been known this was a Simpsons episode. By the You by, could, by, could by transplant this
2: into, into something like else, one, yeah. That's
0: for sure. Um, so, look, let's rank this thing. Um, I forgot who I started out with last time.
2: All right. Let me see how... Uh, my. Um... I think he's he'd been mm-hmm. saving
0: up for this for a long time. Mm-hmm. All right. BT... What did you think? No, no, no. This is the part where I say, BT, rank this motherfucker.
2: Failure. Ooh.
0: Oh, damn. Really? <laughs> Why would you give this thing a failure?
2: Well, it's really tough uh, to really go through the Elliot J. O'Neil, but honestly, if I look through my notes of positives versus negatives, you see definite imbalance towards the negative. And ultimately, it's a piece of shit. I hate it.
0: <laughs> Just when I was about to say, you are reasonably calm. Danny, what'd you think? I've got to rate it a failure, man. I've got yeah? to. Yeah? I've
2: got to. Do we have but a hyper failure? Just quickly. It.
1: it literally has no redeeming features. Cubic no. failure. There's in no way that I think of this as a good episode of anything, but as a Simpsons episode at all. Uh, oh, it really makes me question my faith in this show as a whole. And the one episode can change me so dramatically really scares me. It... Uh, Oh, man. Uh. Um, could this have been... If, if this was written by a whole team of people that had never watched The Simpsons, I wouldn't have been surprised. If this was like some sort of sick fan base... You know when the fan base like writes a shitty episode and sees that, sees that they can get it voted in? <laughs> yes, give in to your it, hatred. It's, it's tenuous connection to the series that I've grown up with my whole life. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's, it's an insult. I, this feels like an insult to me. I feel weirdly
2: good that we finally introduced him to one that deserves a failure. Yeah. We've had the debate and he's said before, oh, you guys are giving this a lot better than I give it. What's coming? It's like, this. This. this is coming. Because for me,
0: like I, I, I would probably say this is the worst I've seen since starting this podcast. So yeah. Look, I happily give this a failure. And when I say happily, I mean that I can put this episode behind me and know that like you said there's no redeeming feature of it there's no reason to go back and watch it again the only good gags that i wrote down and had anything for were undercut by them going on too long or them introducing a joke element to the gag that i didn't like and structurally yes this is a mess it's it doesn't it doesn't do it for me guys yeah man it's there
1: there's nothing good here yeah
0: no, Alright, well, look, we better leave this behind Now, yep. we are going to go to an episode That, uh, in the last time Us three met Beach. you said you didn't you nothing to this episode And I mentioned that I quite like this one This is the Bob Next Door Now, oh. I don't think you've seen it, Danny So we won't describe it just yet We'll let you see it with fresh eyes and see what you think How's that sound?
1: I'm always ready for excitement Oh shit, man, I'm the saying vote I'm
2: already the deciding vote well, I said I, it. Oh. I nothing. it <laughs> Well, look, we, a haven't, oh. we haven't watched
0: the episode yet So we'll wait and do the decision process Before we make you the deciding
1: vote
2: You also have to remember I'm kind of a nothing person People are like, hey, there's a rainbow I'm like, it reminds me of nothing but melancholy Bleak,
1: Man, do you, need to, do you need to hug?
2: I wrote poetry based on Edgar Allan Poe About this episode, no, I'm good You do need to hug This guy oh, needs to hug, dude,
0: we're going to have some hugs solid. And we're just going to snuggle up on the couch And watch this next no, episode um, Shag I'll watch from outside make some cocoa buddy Ooh, indeed. everybody ready and we are back and we just watched Season 21, episode 22, The Bob Next Door. As it is known, the one where Sideshow Bob does a face-off parody. Guys, what did you think? It was
3: okay.
0: How about you, Danny?
1: You know, I liked it a lot more than I was expecting to. Um, Yeah, I thought it was pretty good. Mm. (sighs) Mmm. felt a lot more like a Simpsons episode hmm. just, yeah sure is it like a pacing thing do you think or is it just like in the style? it's just of a
2: structure thing and uh, the way the jokes max. are given to you I yeah. suppose
1: the pacing was a lot better like just the time between jokes or the time kept on each shot before the next
2: shot the and characters we... felt like themselves yeah. for the most part yeah
1: it was really different to what we just watched before um, in terms of coherency and I thought I mean it wasn't groundbreaking but it was pretty funny
0: Yeah.
2: Got some jokes, yeah.
0: And really skirted the line of like doing gross jokes and good jokes with the whole, you know, face coming off thing. And um, I really like the waitress's line, you know, oh, all the good men are either gay or have no face. (laughs) Yeah, that was great. Also, (laughs)
1: Face Off. Face Off's an old movie by this point, right? Yeah, like 96. At least 10 or 15 years. 98. Yeah this is this this it have to be like Well it right?
2: wasn't a direct like they didn't copy any scenes particularly it was more conceptual, I suppose yeah and tro- swapping your face for another man's face is a, a tale as old as time I, it's how I became the man I am today.
0: I would just say that you're a robot <laughs> <laughs> so Danny said though so it's just you and me from now
2: on. <laughs> These will never die been. <laughs> Rebooting
0: um, So yeah Beginning of the episode Talking about jokes I liked I liked the They're letting out Low level criminals And then you say oh. The guy Puts 10 cents In the newspaper stand Takes out all the newspapers oh, Monsters should crook. never
2: Be released
0: Yep And then uh, The guy who's taking A couple of grapes From the supermarket
2: A poo with a shotgun is always yeah. <laughs> yeah Just spit them
0: Right back in there <laughs>
2: Yeah uh, What other
0: parts Of this episode Did you guys like
2: I they didn't overdo that. It wasn't, just put the grapes back in there and now mix them up so no one can tell and let's do a close-up on the grapes being mixed, which it feels like they would have done in their dark age. Here sure. it was just the joke and then it ended. Yeah. I yeah, like absolutely. they didn't do more.
0: <laughs> and in that same vein, you know, the fractions joke where, you know, they're about the Simpsons are about to get new neighbours and Marge goes, oh my God, who ne- who's next door? What if it's four teenage bards? And then she has a fantasy of... Four teenage Bart's pulling Skinner in each one of his four limbs, and he's like, well, at least they're learning their fractions. I like that joke. Feels
2: like it would be Skinner, yeah. That's a little cute joke. It's like she's like, even my fantasy, Skinner behaves the way he would. Mm.
0: And um, I thought, though, when uh, Walt, what's his name, moved in next door, though, uh, when he moved in and goes, hello, Bart, and then they really... Make sure you realize that Bart thinks he's sideshow yeah. Bob. Yeah. Thought that was a little Way bit too early. forced. But Marge goes, Oh, he's got a nice voice like uh, Frazier from Frazier or Frazier from Cheers or something. Captain from Whatever that movie.
2: from Periscope Down, the only movie I can think of other uh, than the next man that per- per- Kelsey Grom has been in.
0: <laughs> I wish it was, Oh, like Beast from X-Men.
2: <laughs> yeah. Hank
0: he- McAvoy? What? What's his full name in X-Men? Beast. It's Hank something.
2: McAvoy is uh, the last oh, name great. of the guy who plays Professor X in real life. <laughs> of course it is. It's Hank McCoy, I believe, <laughs> is uh, the full name of Beast.
0: Um, I both liked and didn't like the silhouette gag that Homer like looks into Flanders' house and oh. is like, yeah, it was, oh my god, why can't things be boobs or ice cream?
2: I get redeemed by the line, why can't things be boobs or ice cream? So, yeah, Homer. Okay, Bart sees a silhouette of Sideshow Bob, but it's actually his new neighbor, Walt, carrying a, what was a he, ca- carrying a mop. But then, Custahoma, who's looking through Flanders' window, and it looks like a sexy lady with boobs, who's Flander, Flanders unloading two armfuls of what he thinks is ice cream but it's actually frozen yogurt
0: non-fat frozen yogurt oh, I but so. I do
2: like the line yeah. why can't things be boobs or, or ice cream <laughs> we've all felt that way about something but it wasn't boobs or ice cream at some point
0: so around about this point Bart's trying to um, set up a sting for his neighbour Walt to admit he's actually sideshow Bob and um, there's this bit that I wrote down Millhouse, shut up where Millhouse keeps going on with like Gilbert and Sullivan references, and I actually didn't like that whole bit. It felt like it was very much, "Hey, remember the strength of the Cape Fear bit where we reference Gilbert and Sullivan?" Um, and I liked the gag where Walt, aka Bob, but Walt comes out and goes, "Oh, free Wi-Fi for the neighborhood!" And yeah, you oh, get. Oh, there was a great Lenny line there. I can't remember what it was.
2: Ah. Yeah, and no, I wonder if this was another example of Lenny just leading the most boring existence possible. Yeah, there's something absolutely.
1: magical about Lenny, right? He's uh, like anti character. Yeah. yeah.
2: He's just, oh, what's he doing? Damn it. Did it bother me? No, he's like. But no, you're right. Even That's the- right. It was, um, well, I can't. wow, free Wi Fi, and my package has been delayed.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but no, you're right. Like, even in this golden era, like, just putting a little bit of value in Lenny as a side character with no like real defining char- characteristics. Like that's what makes him such a great character. Please don't
2: tell people how I live.
0: <laughs> yeah. That one day he can live next to a high lie court or, you know, be the type of character where the kid's like,
2: not Lenny. That's what makes it um, bit good. Cause he's such a nothing character.
0: Yeah. And that yeah, when he gets a HD, TV, he throws a party for it. Oh, that's another great new um, season episode that I love. Um, so uh, so they go, Marge takes Bart to the prison to prove that Sideshow Bob is still in prison mm-hmm. and there's this bit where the guard's objectifying her, you know, going, I- hot lady walking through, <laughs> yeah. strapless dress, only hurled on by her melons. Sorry, I
2: actually really it's like that bit. I don't take it as objectification. I take it as the opposite of everything they do in prison movies. Like, okay, remember, <laughs> no strapless shoes. They go crazy for that kind of thing, so make sure you're wearing covered shoes. And you walk through, do not look left or right. Walk straight ahead. Stay away from the mad something or other. He'll just throw sperm at you.
1: Right. You know. <laughs>
2: which, that happens in fucking Silence of the Lamb. So I like this is the opposite, where he's like... Pretty lady walking through, wearing a strapless dress. Nothing is holding up the dress except her melons. <laughs> it's just, I, um, like, I like goading the ball there. It's funny.
0: Sure. Yeah. And even if you like do find a problem with that like starting gag, when they're walking back through, when she goes, hey, everybody, I'm married. You're like, oh. Well, back yeah. Back. And then the prisoners all pull in their arms back into their cages. Mm. That's like a nice redemption for the potential sexism of the joke.
2: Yeah, I also like. Well, the downside of that they have done that earlier and better, where the guy's like, "Listen, lady, I always get what I want." I said no. Oh, did you? I'm completely misunderstood. Please <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> accept my apologies.
0: <laughs> yeah, that uh, misogynist can quickly turn yeah. around that quickly. but no,
2: I, I take this less as an objectification joke, more as a opposite play on the usual thing you see in prison movies, yeah. where they're always telling women to dress down because these men are hardened criminals who would take any moment to take advantage of you, so make sure you wear some covering up all the way and no open-toed shoes. I swear that no open-toed shoes is a part of some movie I can't remember, but anyway.
0: Sure. And, and another one of those sort of flipped uh, jokes that I like is where... Uh, Walt invites Bart to the baseball game, and Bart's excited. Mom, can I go? And Marge goes, uh, "Is your room clean?" And he's like, "No." And she's like, "Good. Give me something to do while you're at the baseball game." <laughs> you know, it's cute. Yeah, it's a nice, fun flip joke. Um, how you doing there, man? Uh, ladies and
2: gentlemen, Danny is kind of falling asleep. No, I'm still here. Sorry, right, we can put it in for your voice. We're pretty sure now how it goes. It just it sounds mildly Canadian for some reason.
0: Well, what I think is we should give this episode a silver.
2: Oh, that's a boot, right? Whoa, <laughs> whoa, man, come on!
3: <laughs>
2: Don't go taking crazy pills. <laughs> um, um, I will quickly, right? I underline this because it's this a good point. The Cape Fear music is used effectively in this episode because when. You think Sideshow Bob has escaped custody and runs out to go to the Simpsons' house. They play the music as in this is the ominous tone. At that point, you believe maybe this is Sideshow Bob. It's used as a great misdirect for the eventual reveal that, no, they've done a face-off thing. That's how you do it, frickin' Italian Bob. None of your bullshit. We play it because he's in the episode.
0: No, absolutely. And, yeah, with, like, it felt a bit forced with uh, Sideshow Bob explaining his plan to Bart, you know, uh, about how he stole the face and everything. and
2: But I, I, you do have to explain it, I suppose. There's,
0: I it's... really liked it. And, you know, but, uh, sorry, Saito Bob uh, biting his knuckles as he's cutting off his own face. And he drops his face and he goes, uh, dust it off and goes, oh, five second rule.
2: No. No, the bit where he's like, after a lifetime of being pied in the face by Krusty, had left alone nerve endings, my face completely <laughs> yeah. numb. Also, I thought,
3: yeah,
0: yeah. really good. And. Um, Not really good, but
1: acceptable. It was acceptably good. <laughs> yeah, it was surprising. After the last one, it was pretty surprising.
0: Yeah. I don't know. Bart makes a joke about the housing market again in 2009. It's like, come on, rich Simpsons writers. Uh, yeah. A lot of people are suffering right now. Like, don't fucking make these jokes.
2: You could rent until the market recovers, which is never. Waka waka waka. How do I know this? I'm dumb and 10.
0: Yeah. You should watch a bit short on Netflix That sort of puts it in a good perspective
2: No It's a good movie I don't like you telling me what to do <laughs> Christian
0: Bale, man He plays a guy with a glass eye Does
2: he play Batman? Batman's no a glass eye. The
0: Batman of uh, At the housing market
2: I'm going to watch this movie. This is no Batman. I will come back. <laughs> I will beat you. No, no,
0: a metaphorical Batman. <laughs> well, wow, gee. You can draw metaphorical links between Christian Bale's character in the big short and Batman.
2: I can draw met- metaphorical links between Christian Bale's Batman and real-life Christian Bale if I want to. It doesn't make it any more compelling.
1: And
0: we're back. Yeah. No, no, bat- no. Try and draw a, compel- a comparison between Christian Bale's Batman and uh, Mary Bobbins.
2: Well, I mean, that's pretty obvious. Is it? Yeah, they can both fly, sort of. They change lives for the better and can probably punch a dude really hard. I've never seen Mary Poppins take a swing. <laughs> oh, they both defeat penguins, boom. Oh,
0: snap. Um, yeah, and I like Bob's plan with the five states. You know, not one crime is illegal yeah, in each.
2: which I feel like was a result of a writer visiting that point in the states. You're thinking it was only four states and going... <gasps>
0: yeah, I could kill people here
2: <laughs> <laughs> which is all Simpsons writers do and apparently that doesn't actually exist but anyway
0: well yeah surely they're sadistic or homicidal at this point um, but I didn't like the whole you know and this will be the something something till Snape kills Dumbledore like it mm. felt like they were just trying to get to the
2: spoiler we're so relevant
0: yeah and, and, yeah, even they pointed it out. At that point, it was like a four or five-year-old book. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't know. To me, it felt like a tired reference there.
2: It was. It felt like a tired reference because it was.
0: And also one of the other things I didn't like about this episode, and I, I've seen it done in other later Sideshow Bob episodes, is they sample the rake noise. You know, the, the noise that the uh, Sideshow Bob made when the rake hit him. Because he can't replicate that anymore. No, we just... saw it last time in the Treehouse of Horror episode where he tried to replicate it, it, didn't sound right. And then they sampled it, and it sounded like there was tape hiss on it. Like, that's how.
2: Because like, so you want the exact same was. sound, and I'm sure it was just he did it once and has no idea how he did it again.
0: Yeah, but like, uh, here's me just trying to go for it. No,
2: you're wrong. It's got a lot of a. I look forward to hearing this again in the uh, after credits.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I'll be remixing this. Um, I didn't like the Mexican taco gag with Homer, and that felt really lame. Yeah,
2: was a dumb bit. Like, they went to Mexico? What?
0: Um, So anyway, when the cops finally catch up to Bob, you know, there's a pretty good bit with Clancy, but... Then, you know, the cops from five states come along and then also, the Jersey cops are coming here to get some fucking kick and go down the How fast
2: is driving? Because in one day he goes to Mexico and back from yeah. what has to be New York kind of borderland.
0: Yeah, I everywhere. guess this is where my problems with the episode sort of come in because I didn't like the beginning and I didn't like the ending because they have the five cops come in and they do the five cops, five different states, five stereotype jokes and then... They take Bob with Walt's face still on away without doing a face swap back
2: like Or fingerprints. Yeah, to me it felt
0: like a little unfinished. Also at the diner to the end.
2: Bob's face comes off and he resecures it with a belt, but later on the belt is around his pants. Yeah. Are, are we to believe that this is some kind of magical face?
0: <laughs> yeah. So I guess, like, my main thing with this episode, it did a lot of things that I like, but it wasn't backed up with a lot of jokes that I liked, and a very unsatisfying start and end to it. It, was, mm. it had a particularly strong middle, I'd say.
2: That's, uh, I think it's a fair assessment. There are, you get into it, once you're into it, there's a lot of fun, and then it just, yeah, flattens out.
0: Yeah. So, Danny, had you seen this episode before? yes yes, I have. Oh my god, has he literally fallen asleep while we've been talking?
3: Why, well, yes, he has.
0: <laughs> you don't need to impersonate
3: him. <laughs> I'm not impersonating, I'm not impersonating. I need
0: that, or he's. How many times have you seen this episode, buddy?
2: Not enough, bro, not enough.
0: Not enough. How about you, man? How many times do you reckon?
2: Once before, I'm pretty sure that's it.
0: I'd say this is about a fiver, maybe a six for me. Um, I remember putting it along. A lot in the day, but I don't actually remember disliking it this much. I remember liking it more. Well,
2: you're looking at through a different lens, and you're not just, that's you know, yeah. lying on the couch, kind of stoned. You're looking it through the critical eye.
0: Still kind of stoned. Well, I mean, <laughs> that's a given. So, do you see yourself watching this episode again?
2: Unless we're doing a Sideshow Bob special again, I don't see a reason to seek it out.
0: Yeah, I'm. I might... Because, like I said, there was a lot that I liked in this episode. So, maybe again. Let's talk about the wackiness. So, the wackiness existed in the whole crime face-off thing.
2: Pretty much. I mean, how Bob goes from his cell to uh, advanced lab and somehow performs neurosurgery on himself.
0: Yep. (laughs) Yeah. Um, It's all very comedically delivered, but... I don't feel like it ever, unlike the Italian Bob, ever made me stop and
2: question the plot. Yeah, you were more like, logically this makes no sense, but screw it, let's just keep going. Mm. I mean, that's fine. At that point, you're kind of having fun. So you're on board with the ride. It does get flat, but you're like, okay, let's just, let's, this is what's happening, let's just do it.
0: Enough jokes to still make it fun, yeah, absolutely. Um, oh, just quickly, I hated it, the ending with Ned 2.
2: It's not the worst, Oh,
0: well, maybe... uh, I don't know. It wasn't too bad, I guess, but definitely was not great.
2: (laughs) It was pretty mediocre.
0: Thank you for your contribution to this conversation, Danny. No problem. (laughs) Have you got anything else to say on the wackiness,
2: Danny? Um, I like how they had the Minor Offender early release. (laughs) That was mildly amusing. Yep. And... That's all I've got written down. Oh, uh, so you mind if I take over? Oh, well, I don't mind, but it's kind of rude. Look, you just—you're obviously sleepy. <laughs> I don't want to. You know what? I'll just take a nap. Okay, that's fine. Look, I like how um when when he's coming out of prison, he's like, mm. and he is one hundred and twenty-seven thousand dollars. Like, well, it was only thirty-seven when I came in. Well, yeah, we invested that wisely for you. It was
0: loved that oh, joke.
2: You know, we're gonna yeah. take your stuff, but we're gonna work with it obviously as in that's just an implied aspect of prison I and then
0: he didn't take a commission as well like it's a fantastic follow-up i don't joke think that. that's a little
2: gauche i mean <laughs> i don't
0: what does gauche mean I don't like actually...
2: a kind of like faux pas as
0: in all oh, right so yeah what about the heart did you feel any heart in this episode
2: um not really no i mean even his heart on for killing wasn't there
0: no, it was a bit sort of more serving the joke episode. It wasn't really... The story wasn't as strong in this episode as I would have normally liked. Um, did it feel like an episode of The Simpsons, though? Uh,
2: not really. It It's close.
0: Yeah, I, I think it did. Like, I didn't think anyone was off point. Not off point, but and just... I didn't think the structure of the story was completely They, they
2: felt kind of like caricatures of themselves. Like, sure. Homer going to Mexico because he doesn't believe the waitress mm. and he's going to talk about tacos. And it's like... And I like... Well, at least it's the original plan for Bob. That's something we haven't seen, bro.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'll give but, it But um, at least...
2: Yeah, but just suddenly being on board with this and being excited about the isotopes. and
0: No, but he never trusted Walt and he already put in the well, call to the cops beforehand. And the that cops was...
2: were competent, so that's pretty unlike them.
0: <laughs> well, you know, Clancy can um, bring him to the...
2: Every now and then. Uh, he now. has to be told directly. Yeah. Aha, thank God you crashed near this whorehouse. <laughs>
0: <laughs> totally. Um... So, do you have any other quotable moments you want to po- uh, point out?
2: Um, my only real note was good men, gay, no face. <laughs> so, yeah. <why> <laughs> Whatever men, that no means. The, why are the good men only a gay or have no face? Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. How did it. you forget that so quickly? You quoted it yourself. Dude, that's rude.
0: Danny, seriously, man. I've had enough of your shit walk-a, right now.
2: Walka, walk-a. Let's,
0: Let's rank, rank this is. thing.
2: Let's rank this. Let's rank this thing. I was on a particip bronze. Honestly, I'm a participant. It's not a failure. I don't hate it. I don't want to throw things at it. Sure. It just there are some decent laughs, but for the majority of it, I still I still really do really like Pretty Lady walking through. Yeah. Um, it just abuses me. But um, everything else is just kind of there and it's fine.
0: How about you, Shaq? We need you alive for just this bit, buddy.
2: Oh, hang on! I'll just punch myself in the face to wake up.
1: Let's rank this thing. What do you rank it, buddy? It's new, deep and dark and horrible. Don't do justice. i don't think these in his back. Gone like sands in the hourglass. And went back. <laughs> Elliot, what do you think?
0: <laughs> well, I think that it's time for you to rank this thing. What do you rank it, buddy?
1: To me, this is a, this is fairly middle of the road. I'd say this is like a 4 out of 6.
2: 17 <laughs> out of 32. That's pretty decent.
0: <laughs> so given our scale and how we work things in uh, metals. Oh, it's a
1: 2.25 out of
2: 4.61. God damn it. <laughs> what about the Daniel Rosewell three-star system? doesn't come into play when there's not an awning. I thought that was obvious. God damn! This is why you have the three star. For those playing at yeah, home, yeah. the Daniel Rosewell three star. Why did you think? Wait, did he just talk over me? <laughs> yeah, I
0: did that bit. Um, overall, it had a lot of good gags, but not a strong start, not a strong end, but a very strong middle.
2: I wouldn't say very strong middle. Strong, a middle. It
0: strong enough middle. It had the thickness of custard.
2: Like a snake that swallowed a grapefruit, it had a strong middle. <laughs> I'll say myself out.
0: What are you ranking up,
1: man? I reckon of tonight is the worst one we've done. Worst? Oh, sorry. Which one are we talking about? No. Bob <laughs> next one. door. Face off. Look, the, 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 the face off one was sillier than I've come to expect for The Simpsons. But I thought the pacing felt like The Simpsons. I thought the gags were in character. I enjoyed it. It was a wholesome rom. Bit silly. Um, but yeah, definitely like... Maybe a bronze... You're giving it a Bronx, that's the official... I think I'm going to do it, man.
2: Um... Wow, you're the deciding vote now, Elliot. Let's not put any pressure upon your shoulders.
0: It's a participant, and I hate to say it, because I I looked pretty favorably on this episode in the past, and even recommending it, and saying, you know, one of the good Sideshow Bob ones, but... Yeah, it's... Yeah, it didn't do it for me in the way that most... But, you know, yeah, it feels right as a participant. I didn't hate it. I may revisit it again, I'm not sure, but ultimately...
2: It, I feel like it's a high participant or a yeah. low bronze, but it's... it's
0: you know, when we're talking about individual feelings, you know, I'd like to be a at, at participant bronze, but for me personally, it's, it's more in the participant shoebox.
2: Yeah, I mean... Yeah, that feels fair. I think about the ones we've bronzed compared to the ones we've participated, and yeah, that's that's why it sticks in bronze. You guys are crazy, it's clearly a bronze.
0: (laughs) So two participants in a bronze, it's it's probably where it should stick in the overall things. Anyway, and that does it for episode 19 of The Simpsons Index. Wow. Um, (gasps) BT, thank you for joining me tonight. This show can legally drink. It can In Canada now too And Danny thank you for um, joining me as well Oh of
1: course (laughs) I was there
0: That doesn't sound like you All right, and that does it for episode 19 of the Simpsons Index Of course I've been your host Elliot J O'Neill And everybody out there I've got some news for you What's that? I ain't tapping out
2: Then you tap your keyboard
0: Thank you for checking out the Simpsons Index podcast Don't forget to go to www.thesimpsonsindex.com for the spreadsheet and information about upcoming episodes.
2: I look forward to hearing this again in the uh, after (laughs) credits.
0: And I I couldn't, uh, sorry, cut all this. Um,
1: You
2: never do, I don't know why you
1: say that. And we're back. I'll just put it at the end of the
0: episode.